Welcome. Welcome to the While My Batteries Charge podcast. Join us as we talk about all things radio control. And now, your host. Folks, this man, he is the king. Mr. CCXRC himself. Tony CC. Tony CC. Hey, what is going on, guys? Welcome to another While My Batteries Charge podcast brought to you by Venom Power. Uh, Venom batteries have been powering my RC cars for the last seven years since I got into the hobby. Started with them through Debbie's RC World and, uh, you know, the Uniplug system and still running them to this day. Been, uh, been doing me real good in my cars, and so I've been very happy with them. And so thankful that they help support uh, the CCXRC channel as well. Um, so guys, I don't know exactly what we're going to talk about today. I'm going to go to some of your questions. I did put a post up on Instagram asking if anybody had any questions that they wanted answered on the podcast. So uh, without further ado, we'll go ahead and get to some of that. We'll talk a little bit about the Red Cat Wendigo and um, we'll see where we go from there. Maybe a little bit of drag talk. I'm not sure. I just uh, got my street eliminator kind of set up. Need to do the body for it. But Jeremy came over and helped me uh, basically take the brand new in-the-box VXL and put it on an LCG two-wheel drive slash chassis and uh, get the tires glued and all that for it and installed. And then last night I put on the... Um, the wheelie bar. So now at this point, I just need to get some body mounts and get the body going for it. It's looking good. I'm going to be doing that on 2S Venom Power. I only had, the only thing we had to test it on yesterday was uh, one of the crawl packs, uh, 2S 4650C crawl pack. And it, even on that, the thing was stupid. Um, wheelie like crazy. We didn't have the wheelie bar on either, but uh, it was getting a little bit out of control. So we just shut it down <laughs> so that we wouldn't break it. Because there was a couple close misses with the curb and entering into my driveway. And we weren't, it was definitely like no prep. I mean, we were literally just in the driveway, not even really a flat surface to be working with. It was, it was stupid, but we were just wanting to see how it handled. So, um, yeah, so we have that going uh, to talk about. I was watching some of the stuff from Vegas on RC Drag Talk on YouTube. They did, um, Live streaming from the event, so there's uh, long stuff that you can watch uh, with a lot of humor in between races. <laughs> John Schultz and all the guys, Tim Smith, I saw in there. So that was fun and entertaining. I, I watched that the other night while I was um, actually working on editing some. I had it playing, and I'd look up and laugh at whatever was happening or watch the races whenever they'd get queued up. So uh, just letting you know that's out there. Fun content to watch. And uh, I'm waiting for my DR10 to arrive. I have one on order as well. So I'm going to have this slash Traxxas slash two-wheel drive street eliminator, but also have one of the team-associated DR10s on the way so I can kind of see how it compares. But I need to find out a few things because this is a whole new world to me. I don't really ever do drag stuff or really speed stuff. Even on-road stuff in general is kind of new to me. Don't do a lot with it. <clears throat> Excuse me. And um, so, yeah, I'm trying to get more into that game and uh, just have some fun with cars on the road. And uh, I thought drag would be kind of a fun thing to do 
so we'll see. No prep drag. It has to be for me. Just like uh, on-road cars, these um, Kyo shows are kind of my no prep on-road cars. You can just go and drive them on the road. Doesn't matter if there's dirt or sticks or leaves or anything. It's not going to mess up the cars like some of the other ones. And so I really love the Kyosho lineup of on-road. That's kind of changed my mindset on on-road a lot. Um, after, of course, the like infraction and stuff like that, which just allows you to rip anywhere. Even I was doing dirt oval with it. <laughs> All right, so let's get to a couple of your questions. Uh, RCMP1041 asks, all he asks is Savage XS Flux, question mark. Eh, there's a lot of other stuff out there these days. In in its heyday, which was many years ago now, several years ago, um, that was kind of a big deal. Um, the, the Savage Flux and... Uh, you know, it's been a way parts are kind of a little bit limited for it. Not as bad anymore, but I mean, I would go with a uh, granite or I would go with, uh, an armor granite or the team associated rival MT 10 or something along those lines instead these days. Uh, but that's just me. So it's been, it's been a couple years since they've really had, uh, I mean, 2015 dating back to there, I was watching stuff. Um, with it, it's still around, but I don't know until HPI really gets back on their feet here with part support. And I don't know where you're at. Maybe you are in Europe where you have better, uh, better, um, availability. And then that might be a different, uh, different answer. So yeah, I mean, I would go by what you have part support for locally. If you have great part support for a Savage excess flux where you are, then that changes uh, my answer. All right, Trailer Trash Racing, what are your thoughts on X-Max compared to the Creighton 8S? Ah, the big one, the big question, Traxxas versus Arma. Uh, here's what I would say. If I had a, an X-Max already, there's really not a need for a Creighton 8S to have both. And I would say vice versa. They are different animals. They're different beasts altogether. They drive completely differently. Um, need for both of them in your wheelhouse? Not necessarily. I mean, some people will. Some people want to have all the big stuff. I mean, I like having them all. Um, but it's not one of those things where it's like, if you already have the X-Max, I'm going to tell you to run out straight away and get in the crate and 8S. You're not going to believe it. You know, you know, no. I mean, if you've got an X-Max, you may or may not be wild by the Creighton 8S. I happen to really like how it handles. I like how it flies, drives, low, powerful. Um, eight, the X-Max 8S is totally different. Ripper, wheelies, craziness. So take some upgrading and all that to get your Creighton 8S to that level just because it's kind of built a little bit differently. Bigger, heavier. Um, but yeah. I like I like both of them. Um it's hard to compare them because they handle so much differently than each other. I feel like the Creighton 8S handles more like a monster version of like the low C DBXLE with bigger tires kind of a deal as far as just how it handles in the, in the air. Uh, and RC says, Hey, 
I was wondering, can I get a link to the 23 tooth pinion you put in the crate and 8S? Love the channel, BTW. Um, yes. I think I sent you a link for that. And somebody else asked me on YouTube, and I don't know if it was you. I've got that question several times, probably because the Arma one is out of stock again, is back ordered, at least from Horizon Hobby. You might be able to get it in your local shops. I recommend getting the Arma one if you can, because of the flat spot and the way that they've got it set up with the spacer to get it like right. But, um, you know, you can, you can do it the old school way, which is what I did with a Robinson racing 23 tooth mod one, five millimeter bore pinion. You got to make sure you get it with the five millimeter bore, um, for the shaft size. Yep. Tony Gaudet asks SMT 10 axle upgrades. Just bought a builder's kit, dude. Congratulations on the builder's kit. Uh, you will not be disappointed. Super fun trucks. Um, totally different than a total, you know, a typical basher uh, in the way that they handle. But that's what I love about them. Um, I like the way that they handle. Uh, upgrades for axles. I mean, you could go all out and get like Vanquish metal axles for it. Those are super solid. What I typically do is in my axles, and I do this pretty much to all of them, I leave the plastic casings and I do like a beef tube in the axles, which are metal tubes. You can get them in brass, aluminum, steel. There's a couple different options you can get for them, but they slide inside of your axles, tubings or casings. The axles then run through those, uh, but it just keeps the casings from being broken under flex and all that. Uh, when you put the bigger tires on the other thing that I do is I run the um, The HD gears the ring and pinion gear in the diff um, Because they will start to click if you run big wheels and you break really hard a lot um, Land under throttle wrong things like that uh, so you know those HD I haven't since I put those in I haven't had to do anything to my trucks before I was constantly kind of working on things, getting clicks in the diffs, replacing ring and pinion. But once I put the HD gears in there, I haven't had to deal with the axles since same with the tubes, uh, before the tubes, I'd broken casings, bent axles, all that kind of stuff. Um, I mean the, the other way you can go is you can get like huge freestyle RC axles and, uh, those things are bulletproof. Uh, but they're also 350 to 400 bucks for a set. Uh, plus, then you have to buy the internals for them, which I think is actually not a bad price for them. I'm just, you know, just telling you that there is that option. It's an expensive one, but it does bulletproof your truck. Um, but the Vanquish ones are pretty tough as well. They take more of the standard parts, internals, and that kind of thing. Uh, whereas the freestyle ones use uh, Traxxas diff from like an Emacs. So, um, or Revo one, I don't remember. I think it's Emacs, but there's certain ones that you can get that work and certain ones that don't. So you have to read what they say on their website. So I don't want to throw anybody off getting the wrong thing. They do clearly list what to get. Um, monster jam fans, Germany ask when will Arma release new versions like V fives, which would be for their success lineup. Um, and then V2 Creighton 8S. What do I think? Uh, 
Well, I don't know. I mean, probably not until there's a super need to do so. So with the Creighton 8S, they did just do some upgrades to it with like a new controller. Um, and then they redid the bracing for the top and they added a brace on the back down at the chassis level. So the top brace is now, it meets at the center. I don't know what it is. It's like a handle, but it's the center support or center brace. And then you've got the top bracing that comes and meets there instead of being one long tube that people had bending. Um, and it's supposed to, to add durability to it and help with some of the bent chassis, uh, problems, which again, I, you know, you see it happening. I don't know how I've been beating mine up and I haven't bent mine and I haven't been landing perfectly. So I think it takes a little bit of a perfect storm and landing maybe on hill or something. And I land on flat ground. I don't know, but I was just watching the bash session from USTE and um they were launching a creighton off that's huge send it ramp and uh no bent chassis on that one did do some damage to his uh drive shaft from a side landing um like one of the out drives in the front um driver's side drive shaft and uh yeah but that was more just because of the type of landing but the rest of it seemed to be taken like a champ uh, so I don't know when a new Creighton 8S will come out, a version 2. I actually have a feeling that they would probably do something else like uh, a stunt truck, you know, maybe a shorter one before they'd even think about doing a V2 of the Creighton 8S. I think they'd shorten it up a chassis and make more of a um, outcast style. But I don't know that. I'm not, not saying that that's coming. I have not heard that, but that would be more my guess. Uh, when will Armo release new versions like the V5? Um, you know, I don't know that a V5 is coming versus just uh, some little changes in the box. I don't know if there's anything major because they just had some fairly major stuff that went into the V4 with the way the motor mounts and all that work and ease of access to changing out pinions and motors, sliding it out and all that. Um so I don't know. I mean, uh, when's a version two of the slash going to come out like 2.0, you know, you think about some of the stuff with, you know, Traxxas and those things have been running for years and getting little upgrades, but not calling them like a new version. Um, at least public out to the public. So, uh, like the summit, like there's no, they just did the E-Revo 2.0 and they just did, um, the rustler four by four and some of that kind of stuff. But I don't know. I don't know that it's necessarily needed yet. And part of it is because people that have stuff don't want everything changing all the time because then the part support for what they have goes out the window. So as much as we want to see innovation happening, we want some of it to stay the same, right? Because if we're always just changing everything out every year, then we'll never have parts it's in the longevity of a product that you can prove its durability that you uh, also have good part support throughout the world for your vehicles, which is necessary as well. Um, like going back to what I was saying about the Savage XS Flux, it's less recommended by me because there's less part support for it currently. Now, if there's part support for it and your local hobby shop is 
you know, on top of the ball with parts for that particular model, then, you know, cheers. But um, part support for a lot of the axial, not the axial, the arm of vehicles right now is great. Same with the Traxxas vehicles. Um, so, yeah. So that would even be a caveat, though. I did I did mention the Rival MT-10 until we see how much part support we're going to get with that. Luckily, there's already built-in part support from the Helion Avenge series that shares the same basic platform. Um, Rebranded the to, to team associated with new electronics and all that. But, um, yeah. I digress. So, um, yeah. We've heard some stuff. Speaking of Traxxas, I've been hearing rumblings and speaking of different trucks about a new possible Traxxas coming to market um, soon. So RC conspiracy wise, we hit that up, put up a post and a lot of you guys had a lot of great things to say about that uh, and what you'd actually want. And that's kind of part of the fun of doing that is um, the RC conspiracies is because um, we get to hear what people want as well. So not only are we looking at what might be coming, but we're also saying, well, here's what we hope the market brings, you know? Uh, so I like that side. It's almost like, um, so it's almost like free product research in some ways for the companies to, <laughs> to get a, a feeling for the things that we do, uh, want. So there's some people that think that it might be an on-road car to kind of take back the ground that they'd made with the XO one that had kind of been taken from them by Arma recently with the limitless and the infraction. So there's some grumblings about that maybe being the possibility. There's other people talking about summit being out of stock and, you know, hard to get maybe a summit 2.0. I was never a fan of the summit platform. I know a lot of people are, um, I, I, I don't know. I, I hope it's not that, but, um, you know, there's talk that it could be like a, a 4S slash cause they've got that new 4S system that they just put in the Traxxas Max. And that's viable. I think that something running that 4S platform would make sense. Maybe they'll do an eighth scale buggy. They don't have one of those and the bandit lineup could totally use some kind of new, uh, buggy in the Traxxas world. I think that they wouldn't hurt from doing if they could make a tough basher buggy. Uh, kind of like a Typhon that Arma has. So there's that. Um, yeah, we'll have to see. I don't think it's going to be like a UDR. I mean, it could be maybe a fifth scale slash, something big, um, taking it to the next level. But, you know, what I want is the solid axle monster truck with the Bigfoot licensing that they already have. Don't think that's coming. Um, there's possibilities that it could be, I mean, there's several things it could be. It could be another crawler. They, um, you know, they've got their TRX four lineup. That's just so popular, but you know, they could do a bigger one. They could do a micro because they don't have that, you know, 24 scale market. That seems to be kind of getting a little bigger. They did just release the, um, the snap on stuff with like that flatbed six by six. I could see that coming out. I would love to see a semi truck ready to run, uh, Optimus prime styled semi truck that can accept a trailer 
if you're going to do it, make it so it can have a trailer, please, and make a trailer option. The, to me, it makes it very limiting. It's hard to work on. The plastics are brittle. I just did one. I It was murder to make it. Um, I have another one I need to build, but the first one was such murder that I'm not ready to get back into it again. Uh, but to get a ready to run one from Traxxas is like twelve hundred bucks. Uh, not Traxxas, Tamiya. I totally messed that whole thing up, right? I don't know how long I've been saying Traxxas. I mean Tamiya. Tamiya has the semi trucks that are kits, and they are murder to put together. Um, and so I could see an offering from Traxxas in that world selling. I honestly could. Um, but. You know, the, the 4S Max hitting was different than we expected. I You know, I would like to see the wide kit come on that as standard, but maybe maybe that'll come. I don't think that'll be considered like a brand new product when they do it. Although they say new all the time when they just do new paint jobs and stuff. But um, yeah, it could be a 4S powered rally car. That's what Richard Allen thinks. Could be an option. He had a lot of great, you know, thoughts with the 4S lineup. Um, he doesn't think that the solid axle monster trucks is their market because it's a little bit more fragile. It's not going to take the beating that some of the other stuff can take. I get that. I, but they've also gone scale with the UDR. They've gone scale with the TRX4. And that's what makes me think maybe they would do a more scale monster truck. Fingers crossed. Um, uh, you know, maybe they'll get back into the drag game, but not do like the funny car, but do more of the street eliminator style. I mean, they could go anywhere, um, <laughs> that they want. Um, you know, an eight scale buggy, like I mentioned before, um, was something also that Richard Allen says. So I, I think there's a lot of, um, options. And, you know, we could be way off on all of them. <laughs> could be a rock bouncer or who knows what it could be. They've got a lot of options. They've got great product development there. And uh, what, another thing I'd love to see is if they're going to do the 6x6 six six lineup, I'd love to see a military version. Um, not, not, I mean, I guess currently that BMW is military version, but... I mean more along the lines of, uh, you know, U.S. military um, truck. <laughs> Something like you'd see Cross RC make, but ready to run. I don't know. Of the two 6x6s, I would probably get the Axial one based on the body of it. But I would actually want a Cross RC more than any of them. I just, I've, t I've said it before, I don't want to build it, but Jeremy's w said he's willing to build it. <laughs> so we'll see. But yeah, we'll see what they've got coming for us. I'm excited to see what it is. I always love new stuff. I think, I think innovation drives the market forward and that's good for everybody. Um, so just keep on uh, waiting. We keep on buying new stuff. And they keep on releasing new stuff. It's pretty cool. Uh, speaking of releasing new stuff, Red Cat just announced the Wendigo. And on RC Conspiracies, I went through this whole thing um, about how, you know, the the president of Red Cat um, was with Axial before. 
And so, you know, people saying it's, oh, it's all copying, copycats, all that. And I'm like, well, is it really copying or, you know, was this from the mind of Jeff Johns, who had co-founded Axial back in the day? You know, he came up with or was part of the team that came up with so much of the stuff at Axial. And so is it really copying or is it just his ideas in a different company? So, um there's that, but what I'm really was pushing toward was these axles are interesting because these could totally be a new solid axle monster truck for them to replace the ground pounder, which is now 13 years old or so. And, uh, that's kind of where I was pushing axial did that. They used the, the AR 60 axles, put them into the monster truck and that's kind of taken off for them. And I wonder if red cat will do the same. I kind of think they will. It's a matter of time. Um, open the diffs in those things and, uh, let them breathe a little, put some big tires on it, stick it under a scale chassis, call it a monster truck. But, um, yeah, I mean, if they do that, I, I hope that it comes with some, you know, heavy-duty metal gears and things like that because everybody's going to want to go brushless. They're going to want to put the 2.6 tires on. There's a lot of things that we already know people do when they buy those. So think about that and reverse engineer <laughs> it for strength on the axle side and the gear side. Um, bu -bu -bu -bum. And give options so that there's one... Sway bars front and rear and the ability to do shocks either on axle or on trailing arms. I would do the on axle to start with, but I'd put some holes somewhere along the chassis to, to allow shocks. If people wanted to replace the, uh, the round four link and put down, you know, so, uh, trailing arms that would be able to take shocks. Don't need necessarily need to give us those, but make it so that, if we do buy those to put on it, that we'll be able to use shocks mounted midway in the chassis. There you go. That's my thoughts on it. Little little help for you there if you're still in the development phase. But um, yeah, I mean, it's a good time to be in RC. There's a lot of things. It's crazy to see the drag side of things taking off. In fact, I asked Jason Rohn about that back uh, when we were at the RC Fest, Horizon Hobby RC Fest, last June. And, uh, you know, he was talking about how the it was growing and they went to these events and how many people were showing up to them. And, you know, once they started getting involved and ProLine's getting involved and we're seeing some of the names get behind it and we're starting to see it hit Facebook and YouTube more, I'm getting excited about it. I'm building one. Uh, I've ordered the team associated one because Harley... And Scale Builders Guild did kind of like a build-off drag thing. And uh, so, yeah, there's a little bit of an excitement there around it. So I've got mine getting built. And, uh, yeah, so there's there's that avenue. There's the scale side, which is just blown up, especially the 1.9 side of things. The Wendigo hopefully will rejuvenate a little bit of the 2.2 market that's kind of fallen. Um, kind of by the wayside with, you know, the Bomber Wraith aren't like things that you, at least locally here we see on our shelves. Um, you have the Wraith 1.9 now and my kids have two of those, uh, one each and those are amazing vehicles, but, um, 
Yeah, I'd, I'd love to see a little bit of that rock bouncer side of things come come back. Not necessarily rock racer like the Yeti. And I guess I guess that the uh, Wendigo is still kind of in that vein, but um, I like the bomber setup, uh, Wraith, that kind of thing. So, uh, yeah, super exciting time to be in the hobby, guys. And I'm just having a blast this year already, 2020. Starting off with a bang, stuff coming out. And, uh, you know, the coronavirus has kind of put a little bit of a, you know, question mark on releases and things like that. And so they're, you know, there's, and, you know, with, with good reason, there's, you know, some fear and some trepidation about stuff, um, you know, being in factories, working in, in those kind of environments, especially where it is spreading. And so there's been delays and things like that. Uh, but I still think we're going to have an awesome 2020 in the RC market and look forward to it like crazy. And every time that we get kind of a new little tease about an announcement, I just, I get amped about it. I can't wait to see what it's going to be because things just keep getting better and progressing, you know, like the infraction, what that did for the on-road for me was crazy because it just opened up that market to somebody that wasn't interested in it before me <laughs> and now i've got several of the on-road cars and i'm loving it so anyway guys uh we are gonna get some batteries charged up for the drag car do some testing with it and figure out how we want that wheelie bar to be uh, i bought the strc one and i can either put the bearings in the middle together or i can do them at the ends of the wheelie bar for a wider um stance which I, i'm torn about some people say that being at the end, you can hit one and not the other, and it sends you weird, and so only do it in the middle. But that seems like it would create a weird wobble point. I, I'm just not sure at this point how I want to do it, so I'm going to run it and try it out. But um, anyway, guys, thanks for tuning in as always. Hope you have fun RCing, and we will catch you next time. <laughs>